Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Crown Insiders. This week, <laughs> our host, Shia Zborak. <laughs> Banter about, like, basically... Basically, uh, we just have a conversation and see how it goes. Okay. We're not even being recorded right now, probably. <laughs> I was confused. Just... What, is, what do you mean I don't have real life? <laughs> I'm very confused. He's me. Okay, you don't have a job. Into the mic. That's what oh. you mean. Oh, oh, like yeah, and you're not working full just, time. That makes sense. I need to get my water. You guys keep talking. Oh, nice. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I should probably get water too, actually. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, just you leave me here. Water? It's fine. Wait, we probably have water. I like water. I'm fine right now, but appreciate that. Talk, talk, talk. Hello, hello. <laughs> I just got here. Welcome to the Crown Insider Podcast. Today I have Candy Veer with me and Joe DeFuchia. My name is Shyel Dvorak, and we're going to talk about some real life. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. <laughs> no. Good. Not too bad, not too bad. <laughs> Great. I'm kind of ready for the next season, I feel like, though. What does the next season look like for you? Job searching. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Working some resume and yeah. interview skills. Aren't those fun? <laughs> I don't you know. You want to practice right that. now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the interviewer and you can be the interviewee. Okay. <laughs> and I will shot. sit here and do nothing. <laughs> well, you could be the second interviewer because sometimes oh, okay. they have two. Two, yeah. Okay, can I, True. like, we do like a good cop, bad cop sort of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Your call. Well, you know. I'll just be bad cop. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, I'll be a good cop. I got good cop. <laughs> you just assumed that he was going to put you as a bad cop? <laughs> I was like, well. <laughs> just going to insinuate that you're the bad person. <laughs> Moving on. Yep. All right. Well, hi, Candy Veer. You're here job. to apply <laughs> to the future job that you will have for the rest of your life. No. <laughs> You're going to love it here. Just for a certain amount of time. No, you're going to love it here. It's a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. All the workers are great. I have to ask, uh, like, what did you study in college? Like, what skills do you bring to the table? Content marketing skills. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yeah, Crown taught me some marketing skills, so that's going to be helpful for the future. Awesome. Yeah, since my I'm in business, but I didn't um, major in marketing, but I'll have some of that. I guess I could... Share about those experiences, but yeah, for sure. And uh, you do know that this job is uh, for a CEO position. Oh wow! Yes, right out of college, <laughs> and you know, we we are um, the higher above that that are interviewing you. What is above a CEO? What is bo- <laughs> Who interviews the for board of directors? I don't even know. Uh, sure, we'll call it that. I think we CEO is like the highest, and then there's the president. Okay, we can be co-presidents. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not how it works. The <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's I right. You're a know. business major. You probably know. So as we're talking about real life, what other things have you guys experienced that people have might have told you or you personally have experienced through doing high school jobs or college jobs? that you're going to probably need to incorporate in the future or just going to be a bigger part of your life in the future, but it's not right now. Like, thoughts and things about that. Mm -hmm. I think the number one thing I hear about a lot is to gain experience in whatever it is you can do. So, I don't know, I hear people saying just 
make sure you just go out there and try it and do it and hopefully you'll learn from your own experiences and then you can apply that in the future I don't know that's what comes to mind for me I feel like for a high school job I feel like the experience is more rewarding than the money itself Hmm. Uh, like I didn't do a whole lot for my job in high school I was mostly just stocking apples and oranges at your local friendly Mm -hmm. grocery store but it was it was the grocery store environment and it was the business side of things that was completely like foreign to me when I first uh, first applied there at 14 um and now that's that's I think more valuable to me the experience that I've gotten there is more valuable to me than all the money that I earned there Mm -hmm. so like I can take that in the rest of my life Mm -hmm. I agree I worked in like upper management as I worked up through high school and I just learned a lot about management in general and not only like management but like people skills of how to even be in a in a job and have relationships with people but also have professionalism and Mm. have also the balance of like oh your work is important but you need to have time for friends and family and it was kind of hard because like once I moved up in the management it was way way easier to get sucked into well this is the only thing there is like Mm -hmm. and I just I learned a lot about balancing of time and time management which I think school has taught me as well right which just needs to be applied in different ways yeah I think especially that's what the huge difference between at least I hear this from most people who come from a traditional high school to college, that all of a sudden you have a lot more free hours that you need to think about how you're going to spend them. So, yeah, time management is huge. I would say for me, uh, being homeschooled my whole life, getting a job was a great way for me to learn uh, like time management and how to like resource my time. It was also a really good way for me to learn like proper money management and mm-hmm. uh, what to do with a paycheck because I never had a paycheck before. So that was also a really valuable skill that I learned from my high school job. What did you do with your paychecks? Um, can I ask it? You don't the, have to tell No, yeah, no, no, no. I can tell you. Um, I I saved a lot of my money, and I still have a lot of it uh, put in my savings account for college loans or for a future car or for whatever I need. Uh, I haven't really spent it on a whole lot. Like, the biggest splurge I've had with my money so far was, like, a $300 guitar, but that was it. Um Mm-hmm. I've learned to be really smart with my money, and even though, yes, do I want to spend it all on candy? Absolutely. <laughs> Different word, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I didn't even Only me. <laughs> Only me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm doing so well. <laughs> me, too. I didn't oh. even catch it. Me, too. I get Ooh. it. I want to spend it all on candy all the time. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> candy. I was wondering, what do you think you'll name your future kid? Sorry, I just, I will it be like, Reese's? it will not be like Lollipop Reese? or something. Yeah. No, it will not be any of those candy names. It was going to be a unique name, but not um, <laughs> that way. Dandelion. No. Okay. I think like Win. Wind? Gwyn. Oh. Oh, Quinn. <laughs> no, <thought> Gwyn. <laughs> Spell it for me. It's like with a G W E N. Oh. Oh, Gwen. Oh no. E. Yes. <laughs> I can't pronounce it. <laughs> I don't have to worry about kids, it's fine. <laughs> well, this it would impossible. help eventually if you can pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I remember how I've told you, you kind of remind me of my mom sometimes. Like, okay, listen. Every sorry. time sorry. I do it. <laughs> sorry, every I'm time sorry. it shocks me. <laughs> she, she'll call us by our pet names. Like, our pets' names. Your pets? Mm. Like, your, like, your pet, like, your like goldfish. By accident. Well, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> my mom does that to me all the time. Really? Yeah, because oh. I have five siblings and then a dog. So, mm. usually... If I'm getting like yelled at or I'm needed for something, it's just anything actually take that comes all of out. this out because she does not, <laughs> she does not do that all the time, and I'm sure your mom. <laughs> no, she kind of does. <laughs> it's my mom does. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't put I'm this part in. No. <laughs> okay. Okay, back to real life. Yeah, back to real life. <laughs> Today we have two guests here to discuss this topic with me. Dr. Kelly Cordy is a communication professor at Crown, and Anna Vickers is a communication major. So it's a pleasure to have you both. Thanks. So uh, could you guys tell me a little bit about yourselves to start? I'm, I'm Dr. Kelly Cordy, and I've been here for um, just less than a year. Uh, prior to moving to Crown, I lived in Omaha, Nebraska, and worked at a, another small Christian college there. Um, they closed down at the end of last year, and so... I, get, I got to come up here. Okay. Yeah, and um, I'm Anna Vickers, and I've been at Crown for three years now. And then I came to Crown kind of, I feel like, as most high school students did. They found out about Crown through family members or friends, and mm-hmm. then just kind of it was something that I just felt I kept getting called to. And I actually was enrolled at another school and everything like that, and then About, like, two days before I could pull my deposit and get a refund, I decided, nope, I want to go to Crown. So then I ended up here. Wow. And I've loved every... I mean, it's been perfect for me, exactly what I needed, so. Yeah, did you, did they have visits before, so you kind of knew the layout? Yeah, I visited before. My family is very close with Scott Motes, so I had been up here as a kid and, like, visited the campus beforehand, but then I also did, like, an official visit. Awesome. So I hear this a lot, and I'm sure, Anna, you hear this too, um, that college is just a really stressful time, and it requires a lot of good time management skills. So uh, when adults say real life is more stressful, including a job, a spouse, kids, a mortgage, what are some of the things you can do to balance that stress when you're starting real life? So it takes some adjusting. I mean, obviously college is very stressful. You have um, lots of classes. You're trying to manage friends, sports, work, those sorts of things. And then, yes, you get into the real world. And I will say it does get more stressful, but I think with maturity, you also start to figure out how to manage it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it takes setting boundaries, uh, I think, just to balance between work and life and and the ability to say no. yeah, there's times where I think it is stressful. You know, having kids is stressful. Having, for me, a husband and a job and a house. But I also really enjoy it. And mm-hmm. so it makes it worth it. And and like I said, I think as you get older, you can start to figure out how to, to balance those a little bit more. But yeah, in college, it's I think it's different. It's less structured here, too. And Just so different types get, of stress. Um, less yeah. structured, you're saying, in real life than in No, college? less structured, I think, in college than okay. in real life. I think real life, you know, you have your schedule. Your kids have their schedule. You have your work schedule. Um, so you're working within that. Where college, I think you're trying to figure out how to do those time management a mm-hmm. little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, Anna, what are some of the things that you found stressful 
in your season of life right now as you're about to graduate? Yeah, so I'm kind of in a unique position currently because I'm graduating early, but then also I'll spend the summer up here in Minnesota, but then my job that I have lined up for me after graduation is in Atlanta. So I am moving across the country and trying to figure out the whole new life. So I'm in a huge position of transition right now. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the biggest stressor on me is trying to find a place to live and all of these things when I don't have connections down there. Um, I mean, I have a few connections. I'm very close with the people that I met over the summer with my job, but um, it's just there's no family down there and I've always lived close to family. So it'll just be interesting. I think that's probably like the biggest stressor is the transitioning between but I'm kind of, I'm really excited for this because I think like Cordy said, it's still stress. You're always going to have stress in life, but it's different types of stress. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm really excited about the new stress that's coming, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The new chapter that you're starting. Yeah, for sure. That's exciting. You mentioned a little bit about your job. Mm-hmm. So you have connections through that. And what is that job? Yeah. So this, my last summer, so the summer before this year, I interned with Gallagher in their Atlanta office on their benefit service team. So Gallagher is an international insurance and consulting firm. And I just grew so much with that company and I fell in love with it. And I made lots of really good connections with um, just different mentors down there of people who are doing the position that I'm going to be starting in July. And then also just like through the fellow interns and some of them already have jobs with that company. So it's kind of exciting because we all started in the same position and then I'm going to be able to come back and reconnect with them and still continue to grow with them within that company. But okay. And you're a communications major. Yes. Yeah. I'm a relational communication major. So it's kind of exciting because that department is growing insanely. And then there's just so many opportunities within relational communications that you can go. Okay. How is that different from just communications? So, I mean, I can start a little bit. Communication kind of has this like huge umbrella and then underneath it, there's all these other little underarching department, like concentrations concentrations you can go into. So relational, we're going to be looking more at the professional communication where um, the other concentrations more focus on the art of communication, whether oh, that's okay. graphics or videos, um, advertising. I kind of like um, in my mind view it as like the media side versus like the people side. So in 2016, sorry guys, I'm kind of jumping around here. About 79% of 25 to 34 year olds with a bachelor's degree or higher had year round full-time jobs according to the National Center for Education Statistics. So I'm a co- college student and Anna, so are you. Uh, Dr. Cordy is a college professor. We understand the value of college, but what are the pressures after college? I think for me, when I started college, I was so dead set that I was not going to be one of those people that graduate college and doesn't have a job and like less of a, like I wanted to go into my career. I didn't want to just start and have this degree and then have nothing like Mm -hmm. and be doing a job I could have done without the degree. And Mm -hmm. so I think that that drive really pushed me to find opportunities in places that I wouldn't have looked before and it stretched me. Um, One of the best decisions I made was doing my internship because not only did it give me real experience in the working world, but it helped me find a job so that when it came time for me approaching graduation, I already have a job lined up. And not only do I already have a job lined up, 
it's I chose the job, not the job chose me or chose me. Yeah. So I was able to look at all of these opportunities in front of me and pick a job with a company I'm excited to work for and a position I'm excited to do and I know I'm going to do well at versus just taking this job because it's decent paying and I can utilize my degree. So switching gears a little bit to talk about marriage, uh, there's kind of a big stigma here at Crown College and most Christian colleges, uh, the ring by spring and getting married while you're in college. Dr. Cordy, do you have any thoughts on that? Yes, I've been at several different universities, and and this is nothing unique, I think, to Crown. It's at a a lot of places. um, There's that pressure that we need to get married. We need to find someone right now. Uh, But be encouraged. You know, research actually is showing that um, if you have your bachelor's degree or if you're getting married later, um, the divorce rate actually is decreasing. Uh, And so I I think that is a a reason to, you know, be friends with people. It's okay to date people. Um, but I would definitely encourage, you know, the vast majority of people, like, wait till after college. Um, I think some of that pressure goes into the finances. That That is definitely a stressor on marriages. Um, and once you have, you know, full-time jobs, you have your degree, you're able to be more financially secure, so that decreases stress. I think also just being more mature, um, you know, I think when we're 18 to, you know, 20, 21, we're still trying to figure out about ourselves. Um, and so having that maturity marriage is also, it's like you suddenly realize how selfish of a person you are as well. And so, um, it's kind of like all of a sudden putting a mirror up to yourself and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm not this great person that I thought I was. (laughs) And so I think that takes some humility. It's no longer about Mm. yourself. It's about, um, you know, sacrificing and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, what can you do to, to serve, you know, someone else? And so Mm. I think, you, you know, the longer you can wait, I think it's the better. Marriage is great. You know, I, I love being married and I would definitely recommend it, but I would not be afraid to wait and, and not letting those pressures of that ring by spring get to us. I mean, I'm not married. so (laughs) (laughs) There's only so much I can speak to this, but I think that there is just so much pressure within Christian colleges. And I just kind of challenge like to look around and it, I mean, there's the pressure there, but when you look around, it's really not there, actually. Like, I look at my group mm. of friends, and not that many of my friends are actually really in a serious, serious relationship. Or there are a few, but it's not necessarily as pressured, I guess. And that's, I would say, yeah. Well, that's interesting that you bring that up, too, because I was realizing just this past year, a lot of my really close friends are in dating relationships, and I was realizing that at first I was thinking, oh, they don't maybe want to hang out with me because I'm like here and they want to be together. Mm -hmm. But like you're saying, I don't think they're as exclusive as we sometimes just think that they are. Mm -hmm. And when I've actually asked them, they're like, no, we want to hang out with you. We want you to join us. So it's just interesting you bring that up. Yeah. And I think the big thing that like Cordy brought up, we're just so young that you don't always know exactly what you want yet or your individual priorities yet. So to try to bring someone else in there and force something and or even if it's not forced, maybe like even if you guys are in a healthy, loving relationship, like take some time to just be individuals for a little bit before you come Mm -hmm. together in that unity of marriage because it is it's meant to be very different. And I think lots of times within especially when you're in a Christian campus, it's so easy to just play the role of a married couple because Mm -hmm. you live across the street from each other so you can spend all day and it's just it's this false reality of togetherness that's not actually happening 
and you don't have the real life stressors of finances, of real jobs and real commitments outside of one another. So it's easy to be in la-la land with each other when you're in this environment. So just to have that time to like, I think one of the biggest things is definitely get your degree beforehand. I can't tell anybody how to live their life, but this is my personal convictions, like Mm -hmm. getting your degree beforehand just so that you have something that's purely yours. And then like, even if you're in a relationship with someone, just take some time before getting married and figuring out like, Live on your own for a little bit. Figure out what that's like. Because even in college, you have roommates. And it's not just a roommate. You guys sleep on top of each other, basically. Like, you're in a bunk bed. So just to have that, like, individualism and, like, to figure that out and find out what you really want and what your priorities are is super important. Hmm. I just want to share a verse from Matthew 6, uh, verse 30. Uh, This passage says... If that is how God clothed the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, but your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I just wanted to share that because I think as we're thinking about the future and we're thinking about getting a job and marriage down the road and all of that, uh, it's encouraging to know that God has a plan for everyone's lives and he's, he's got our lives under control and we don't need to worry too much about tomorrow. Yeah, no, I think it's important to remember that God definitely loves us and that he wants what's best for us if we just continue to trust in him. I know my husband and I, we just came through a time where it was a daily, like sometimes even hourly, okay, Lord, we just have to surrender to you and just trust you. And it was difficult, but having come through that, it's like God really does love mm-hmm. us and he wants what's best for us and, mm-hmm. and he's there for us. He's going to provide for us if we just, yeah, remember not to worry and, and let him have control of that. Yeah, one of my favorite verses, which pretty much goes along with that, is Philippians 4, 6, of be anxious in nothing but pray in everything. And even more importantly is the verse before that where it talks about how, like, God has you, basically, to put it in <laughs> laissez-faire terms of, like, God's got your back. <laughs> like, yeah. And so, like, that's the reason why you don't have to be anxious is because God is in control and God is taking care of you. And so, like, your anxiety and your worry – while it's a real emotion and it's there and you should recognize it, it's kind of unnecessary because there's so much control that's in God's hands and he knows what's going to happen and Mm -hmm. he's got your back. And even the (laughs) things that go wrong, you'll learn from them as Mm -hmm. you're growing into adulthood. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. So thank you both so much for joining me on the Crown Insider Podcast. Yes, thank you. Thanks so much. This podcast was created by students in the content marketing team at Crown College. To contact us, send an email to marketing at crown.edu or find us on www.crown.edu. All material copyright 2019.